0: This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going guys? Excited back with another podcast episode. Today, Motivation Monday, what we're all always waiting for to start the week off great. Today's topic is going to be crucial conversations. And you might question, how in the world is this deal with motivation? Well, motivation is changing the behavior of someone rather than inspiring which would be more like you, a lot of people get motivation and inspiring kind of confused and they're kind of similar words in a way but changing behavior is definitely a big thing in motivation for one to change behavior the definition of it so within crucial conversations it's actually a book that i'm going to be reviewing and i think it's going to be very helpful for majority of people we all have been there. But first and foremost, I want to give credibility where credibility is due. This book is by Carrie Patterson, Joseph Grenny, John McMillan, and Al Switzler. And these words are actually from Stefan R. Convey, which – the other authors kind of condensed it and revised what he said and studied it themselves to figure out how to do these crucial conversations. So what in the world, Hunter, is crucial conversation? So I'm going to we've we've all been there, right? You're trying to have a conversation. Then the conversation takes a very bad turn in this podcast. It's going to teach you how to steer the crucial conversation back to a healthy conversation it's hard to think rationally when you have anger built up and the scientific reason is adrenaline when someone gets angry usually their adrenaline runs blood flow actually leaves the brain and goes more towards the muscles legs arms throughout the body rather than the brain so scientifically what you're going to say when you're angry is irrational scientifically proven most people end up getting in a fight and saying stuff that they wish they didn't say and crucial conversations come out of nowhere right like an example a girl your girlfriend or boyfriend wants to break up it usually comes out of nowhere but you know sometimes maybe like weeks before you notice that it started to take a turn and this was the route most likely going to happen but let's just say your girlfriend or boyfriend randomly breaks up with you you didn't see it coming How would you act? Irrationally? I mean, you didn't expect this, right? This is why this podcast is super good and a teaching moment for you because crucial conversations come out of nowhere. And if it upsets us, angers us, we fall toward silence, violence, or violence, which I'll get into that a little bit later. But we usually think you rashly when we're angry, which moves me on to the next point. The best solutions only arise when people freely share information in a conversation. We've all had that moment when we are afraid to share an opinion because we don't wanna hurt the other person's feelings. right? A friend asks you like, oh, how does this outfit look? Or whatever it may be, and you don't wanna share that information because you're scared that it'll hurt their feelings. Sharing information that is correctly stated leads to a smarter conversation or decision. So you have to focus on stating it correctly, not hurting the other person's feelings, but getting your point across. You don't have to be completely blunt and say, that looks terrible on you. You know, you can soften it down and be like, you know, I think a blue shirt would look better than what you have on currently. It doesn't match that well. And I... I just looking out for the best for you. You know, you're trying to put in that positivity within what you're stating to them. So it helps them not get upset about what you're saying. An example is this is an actual real example. This has actually happened. A doctor amputated the wrong foot and assistants didn't say anything. They were scared. Because of his authority or status and didn't say anything or speak up because they thought he would get angry at them. Obviously, it's pretty bad on their part that they didn't say anything, but they thought he was right because of his status that he had. And he was like a head doctor at this place. When in reality, if they would have shared the information, then this wrong foot amputation would have not happened. Another thing, people are more willing to share open solutions from an open dialogue where ideas and solutions are freely shared. That means when the dialogue is open and they feel safe that they can let you know what how they're feeling, whatever, and everything's being stated, you know, right, everyone's emotions are calmed down, and you're just rationally speaking at that point. At that point, ideas and solutions are freely shared, which is awesome, that's what you're trying to do. A big thing that people forget when a crucial conversation comes up is they need to stay focused on the goal of the crucial conversation to prevent becoming overly emotional. Instead of getting angry, you know when you start to feel angry that, oh my gosh, I'm gonna rip this person's head off from what they just said. Instead, stop for a moment. You can seriously just stop and think about what you wanna achieve in this dialogue. Take a, take a step back, say you're in a group chat, you're in a group me, or whatever it may be, and someone says something and it sparks a fire in you and you're angry, immediately step away and start to think, what, what's my goal here? Because a goal isn't bickering, that gets nothing accomplished. So ask yourself these questions, what is my aim here? What information do I clearly want to articulate to my conversational partner? These two questions are really good. My aim and information you want to be clear about. That's the two main points there that you want to question. Then figure out what you want to avoid. Like Think about it, and this is in your head, like, I wanna avoid an argument, I wanna avoid this topic, whatever it may be, to try. so if that topic comes up, then you try to transition it into a healthy dialogue rather than bickering at each other. So you're trying to stay away from the argument. You state, I don't, and I do. Let me explain. So I'm gonna give you guys an example. It makes more sense with an example. So say you have an employee who after a lunch break, usually leaves a mess, and it gets under your skin, but you, you want to think before you get angry at him, and you're like, how do I even start this conversation? I feel like it's awkward. Well, when you confront him, you start with, I don't want you to think that I am implying you're lazy at all. I do want you to clean up after yourself, though. Even I forget sometimes, and it's totally fine, but I think it's something that you could work on and... That is how you do I don't and I do. You're stating what you don't want them to feel so they don't get those emotions, what they could misinterpret from what you just said. It's very important you state clear as glass that I don't and I do because the person realizes that you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want them to think that you're thinking of them this way. But rather, you do want them to think that it'd be nice if they cleaned up their mess, for an example. I think that's a really good example. And again, let me restate, get a hand on your emotions. That's the hardest thing through crucial conversations, 100%. Get a hand on your emotions. It's one of the toughest things anyone can do because – You don't know when a crucial conversation is coming up. It comes out of the blue, right? And then you type away or whether it be in person or through text message, a group chat, whatever it is. So step back, get a hold of your emotions and just don't get as angry as fast and rationally think in what you want to accomplish, which leads me to the next point. People are likely to behave aggressively in conversations where they don't feel safe. When people feel safe, you can talk about anything with free dialogue. Let me give an example when people don't feel safe. There's usually two things that happen, silent or violent. Silent being they hide their emotions. An example is sarcasm. Usually people are hiding their opinions when they are being sarcastic to you. The other part when people don't feel safe is violence. They force their opinion on the conversation with others. So what you wanna do is create a safe conversation by making them feel respected. That is what I wanna capitalize. You want them to feel respected. Two key conditions to make someone feel safe. One, mutual respect. So you want to be careful with how you're addressing them with mutual respect. Two, is common purpose so you just want to have a common purpose what are you trying to achieve what's your aim in this conversation what are you trying to accomplish out of this and if you don't have a common purpose you have to create one focus on what makes both sides happy and yet another thing you need to do is manage your emotions by ensuring you got the facts straight before you interpret there's so many times i've seen someone get angry at someone and The other person wasn't even trying to hurt their feelings. They didn't even realize what they were doing or how they were being interpreted, which ended up being a misunderstanding. So ask yourself whether you are misinterpreting someone's words whenever you start to feel your emotions flare up. So whenever you feel your emotions go up and you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to rip this person's head off. Think about if you're misinterpreting because that's one of the biggest misunderstandings is misinterpreting what the other person is saying. They're not they might not even be trying to do or make the way you feel right now. They were honestly didn't even notice that it was hurting your feelings, making you angry, whatever it is. So you need to separate your emotions from your explanation. Hands down, again, the hardest thing, your emotions. You have to separate your emotions from the explanation because once you throw your body language, your tonality into it and you're angry, anyone can see this person's getting a little bit upset, right? So you wanna step back and separate your emotions from your explanations. Only when you find the fact is when you can find the correct interpretation that leads to a healthy dialogue, right? Instead of a shouting match, you need to figure out the what's the correct facts, what they're trying to get through to you. Again, creating that mutual purpose. What are they trying to get through? What What's their goal or aim with this conversation? Make sure you have the facts straight because there's a lot of times people misinterpret, they don't have the facts straight, and then they irrationally speak and the other person gets confused because they're not even trying to make you angry or maybe they didn't realize the way they stated it in their tonality, their body language, whatever it may be, that it's hurting your feelings or making you mad. I heard the rule seven thirty eight fifty five, 55, which makes 100%, 7% being content, 38% being tonality and 55% being body language. Body language is a huge thing. When you're having these conversations, you wanna make sure you're not throwing your hands up, get pointing fingers and getting super angry. What you wanna do is calm down, have a happy, boastful body language and tonality that's calm so you don't get in the shouting match and they don't misinterpret what you're saying. You want to make others feel safe in the conversation. That's what we're really trying to do by creating an atmosphere where they feel their opinions are valued. Again, with that mutual respect, you want them to feel respected through the conversation. So you want to give them that feeling that you understand their concern and it makes them able to, show more op- to share more openly in the end. When they feel like they're being understood and listened to, they are more likely to open up to you. You need to understand them rather than challenging their beliefs. Put your feet in their shoes. Try to understand what exactly they're getting across before you jump to conclusions. One of the last things is choosing an appropriate way of decision-making. That be whoever's making the decision both parties agree upon and a clear division of responsibilities to put the conversation into action. Because crucial conversations is just talking. You got to put that into actions. So when you're having these crucial conversations at work, relationship, whatever it may be, you have to do a clear division and make a decision and put these responsibilities or rather words into action. And there needs to be a consensus among everyone. There's no if, ands, buts. It's everyone agrees. All the parties agree establish who does what and when and then make the decision crystal clear and work towards this that's overall what we're trying to do right so in summary i want you to remember a acronym crib c r i b the c stands for commit commit to seek mutual purpose the r recognize the purpose behind the strategy I, invent a mutual purpose. B, brainstorm new strategies. That's an acronym that was given in the book, and it's really good because it's an acronym, and I can remember pretty easily. And the C starting with, you know, commit personally your purpose, and then you recognize the purpose behind the strategy. So you're trying to understand talk to them, figure out a strategy, how to work this out. And then you need to invent a mutual purpose if you don't already have one between the two parties. Whereas C, commit, is seek a mutual purpose. Whereas I, in crib, is invent a mutual purpose if you don't already have one between the two parties. B, brainstorm these new strategies and work together to get through this crucial conversation. Last but not least, like I'm just going to restate this one more time because I think it's very hard for people to realize their emotions in a conversation, their body language, tonality, and their content. Content doesn't actually matter nearly as much as tonality and body language because body language and tonality do a lot more than what people think. You can tell if someone's happy, sad. You can feel their emotions, whereas with the content – It's not necessarily what you're saying, but how you're saying it and showing how you're saying it with your body language. So make sure whenever you get in a crucial conversation that you tone your emotions down again, have a safe zone. So like you're starting to get angry at each other. Take a step away. Take a step away from each other and say, you know what? We need to figure this out, but I think we need to calm our emotions down so we can rationally think. That adrenaline is going to make you irrationally think, right? So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I'm trying to make them shorter so it's easier for everyone to listen to and it's not taking a whole lot of time. I'm really trying to compact my podcast into these overall amazing, knowledgeable, motivation podcasts that anyone can listen to for... 15 to 20 minutes i know they've been longer but that's what i'm trying to shoot for thought i'd give you guys a future reference of what i'm trying to do thank you guys for listening to the podcast as always please leave a review follow my instagram at relentless college underscore entrepreneur it would mean the world to me love you guys i'll see you on the next podcast episode cue the outro. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Now you're ready for crucial conversations. I'll see you on the next episode.